Hey folks, Sammy Gonzalez here. Now here at the Mexcellence, our top priority is to entertain you, make you laugh, or otherwise improve your day. Now this special report and following special reports will make you feel something completely different. Maybe it'll keep you just as happy. Maybe you'll be angry. Maybe you'll feel as if you've learned something that will improve your life. Improving your life and making yourself a better person is what Mexcellence is all about after all. Now this special report will upset you if you have a beating heart in your chest. It is a story of Daniel Pierce, a then 19-year-old boy who came out as gay to his parents in their Georgia home. Now before I get into it, the video of this situation can be found on YouTube under the title How Not to React When Your Child Tells You That He's Gay. I suggest that you watch the video before listening to this podcast, and just as a warning, it contains some bad language and violence, so just be prepared. The video starts at the point right after Daniel admitted he was gay to his mother, his grandmother, and his father. The mother then proceeds to let her son know that she loves him, but could not support the path he has chosen as a seemingly good Christian. He then states that he will move out a few days later. They then begin to say that it's not their fault that he made this choice, and that they were not going to support his habit. They went on about how they were disappointed because his father put a roof over their head and food on the table, and he was turning his back on them for being gay. Now, Daniel disagrees with this statement, essentially saying that just because his father did all that for him doesn't necessarily mean that he was raised by him. The grandmother then begins to berate him and then physically attacks him, where his parents and grandmother proceed to call him a piece of shit, a damn queer, and asking what is wrong with him. The final statement in the video is Daniel's own father calling him a disgrace. A disgrace. Now, from here on out, I'm going to be speaking about the situation from the heart. About Daniel's situation and many other situations like it. Now, I myself am not a homosexual. I am in fact straight. That being said, I did not choose to be straight. I was born this way. Now, given the option to be gay or straight, I'm choosing straight every time. Why is that, you may ask? Because I don't think I would have the strength to have a giant group of people in the United States made from every single different religion and every single different race think that I was an abomination, a disgrace, disgusting, or as I've heard from some of my own friends, a monster. Just because I love someone who is the same sex as I was. I could only imagine that as an awkward teenager growing up knowing that people thought this way and not being able to express my love would personally tear me apart. I can't count the number of times in which I held in my feelings for a girl during high school. Now I try to imagine the situation if it were a boy I liked and that if those feelings were to ever come out, I would be shamed, embarrassed, and potentially beaten. Then I think about if I didn't have the parents that I currently have. To them, if I were to come out to them as gay, my mom would be like, Oh, okay, so when are you coming home next? And my dad would probably be like, Oh, okay, so how's work going? I am comforted by the fact that my parents would accept me for who I was in any situation. And worst case scenario, if they disagreed, they'd probably keep their mouth shut about it, because they know that judging someone off their sexual orientation is wrong. Then we get to Daniel's story. He comes out to his parents and his mom, who says, I love you, but I can't support you. Daniel tries to reason with them with basic biological and psychological facts that homosexual and gender-related traits are developed in the uterus. However, his mother refutes this by saying that he can go by science, but she will go with the word of God. She then says by choosing this path, she will kick him out because she cannot have people believing that she supports something that goes against the word of God. Now, according to the Bible, God says a lot. Now, the piece of scripture she's referring to is Leviticus 20.13, which states, If a man lies with a male as he lies with a woman, both of them shall have committed an abomination. Well, also in Leviticus 11.19 says that, 
Of all the marine animals, there are ones you may use for food. You may eat anything from the water that has both fins and scales, whether taken from salt water or from streams. And in Leviticus 19.28, it says, Do not cut your body for the dead, and do not mark your skin with tattoos. I am the Lord. Now, Leviticus is filled with chock full of things you cannot do. But essentially in those last two ones I read, you can't eat crustaceans and you can't get tattoos. Now, pretty much half my friends have tattoos, so they're already going to hell. And if it's even meant to be literal, anyone, anyone who's ever enjoyed Lobster Fest at Red Lobster bought themselves a one-way ticket straight to hell. But that's beside the point. This mother has chosen to kick out her son because he was gay, and she couldn't be seen promoting that. Now, I'm not a parent. But I know that if I were to have taken part in creating an individual that has lived for 19 years and has had 19 years of accomplishments, someone who I've raised to be a good, strong, intelligent, and articulate person, someone like Daniel, I could not leave him to fend for themselves. A lot of men I know say, my son will never be gay, or I would disown my son if he was gay. I'm not one of those men. Just as my father expected of me, I shall expect the same, and that was to do everything that you do to the very best of your ability. In school, in sports, in life. If my future potential son is gay, I'll expect the same sort of things that I'd expect from my future potential straight son. And that's to find someone that makes him happy, that supports him, that loves him. Because that's really what it's all about. And if God sent him to hell for being gay, so be it. I'll be waiting for him down there being the proudest damn father a son could ever ask for. Same goes for my sweet little girl. She grows up a lesbian, and she wants to look like my son, or hell, maybe we fucked up and assumed she was a girl, when really, on the inside, she was a boy. I would only hope in that moment of my life, I would want the very best for my kids. These parents didn't want what's best for their kid. They wanted what was best for themselves. They wanted, at the end of their life, to go towards that light to everlasting peace. They would selfishly sacrifice their own son for their own eternal salvation. And then, after one comment, one judgment on Daniel's father's ability to raise his own son, who he had just abandoned. They attacked him. They grabbed him. They hit him and they berated him and they called him a disgrace. A disgrace to what exactly? To that proud Christian family living by the word of God? The only disgrace in this situation is the ability for Daniel's parents to absolve themselves of all guilt because they're following the word of God. By beating him. Then I go back to if I were gay as a 19-year-old male. If I were in this scenario after just being beaten by my own parents and left, all alone, to fend for myself. I'd be trying to find a friend to live with. I would be wandering the streets. I don't have a car at that time. I wouldn't know what to do in this situation. From there, I would probably make it. I would go on to become a young homosexual adult, who would then have the 17% chance of being a victim of a hate crime. And in that 17%, I could be one of the 20% who would be threatened with bodily harm or rape. Or, I could be one of the 40% of victims who failed to report harassment because they didn't even realize that what was happening to them could be constituted as a crime. And that scares me. That scares me a whole lot. Because there is a community of people who go through this every day. And I don't really know what I would have done in that situation at the time. In my day, we didn't have the resources that kids do nowadays, like the It Gets Better project, in which people share their stories of sadness and fear and turn them into stories of hope and how life gets better. I love what they do, yet here's my response to that phrase, it gets better. My response is a call to action for those in the LGBT community and especially those outside of it. We can't just wait for it to get better, we have to make it better. 
We have to change the culture of the United States by educating ourselves about homosexuality and the science behind it, the societal issues they go through, and most importantly, not let blind faith have you respond in hatred to the one thing that is most important to all of us. And that's love. Now, I'm not saying that if you're religious or believe that homosexuality is a sin, that you're not educated. That's not true at all. What I am saying is that you have a lot of folk in your churches and in your synagogues and in your mosques that are making you look horrible for being violent and hateful. It's okay to disagree with homosexuality, but the hatred and violence and the disregard for a human life must stop. Homosexuals are people, and as people, they have eternal souls that must answer to whatever God they believe in. It is not your place to expect that they must answer to you for any reason. In the words of gay activist Harvey Milk, rights are won only by those who make their voices heard. And here at TheMexcellence.com, we support homosexuals in the LGBT community. We may joke and kid about it, but we have made it a point to remove hateful words in our regards to homosexuals, as well as any overtly negative opinions on them, unless they're acting in a way in which any individual would be seen in a negative light. When we judge people, it's based on the content of their character, the way it should be. To end this, I want to let you know that I've put down two links to donate to the people in the LGBT community. The first being the It Gets Better project, and the second is the National Gay and Lesbian Task Force, which in their own words, builds the political power of the lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender community from the ground up. The task force is the country's premier social justice organization fighting to improve the lives of LGBT people and working to create positive, lasting change and opportunity for all. I would suggest donating as I have to both of these charities, and I hope that the next time you think about judging someone for their lifestyle and what they do, for someone trying to live their life to the fullest, take a good long look in the mirror, and go straight to hell. Live and let live, folks. This is Sammy Gonzalez. Thank you for listening. God bless.